In today's complex and competitive marketplace, how do you keep your skills relevant and continually grow your career? While there might be a lot of talk that the traditional career ladder is dead, the question is, what do you do instead? And how do you develop your career and feel like you are progressing? Let's find out. Welcome to Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. I'm Natal Dank. And I'm Tom Ark. And we explore the latest hot topics and business challenges impacting the people side of organisations. Stick around to the end for our practical top tip. And if you find this discussion valuable, please subscribe. Okay, Tom, I was asked to talk at a few career conferences recently, and I made the claim that the career plan, you know, that five-year plan where you look at then look at the next role in the career ladder was dead. So I wanted to see your views on this because I thought it doesn't suit the way organisations are structured anymore and also the way that we need to start developing or evolving our careers. So what's your thoughts? How should someone start to approach career development in the modern workplace? I found a book in my collection and it's, uh, it's an old book and it is called The Career is Dead. <laughs> and I think the book is of 1996. I think, as you said, organizations are changing. We sometimes use the metaphor of the career ladder. And the career ladder, that is something that is very much connected to the traditional hierarchical organizations. And as you said, organizations have all kinds of shapes and forms. So let's not talk about career ladders and yeah, the upward mobility and things like that. I think we should get rid of those type of wording. Organizations are changing. The speed of change, we've talked about that many times, is rapidly increasing. So it doesn't make sense to plan years and years ahead. And, uh, well, the type of work, many things are changing. So the traditional career and the way we traditionally think about careers is not working anymore. And I often talk about the idea that you know, rather than the ladder going, you know, up the steps, instead think of movements, which it might be up, but it could also be down and then it's sideways and then it's sort of round again. So it's more like these series of sort of iterations that you go through in your career. And also I've heard the term lattice, so the career lattice, as opposed to ladder. I like that, yeah. I often talk about this idea of how your career could be more like an agile adventure. So you do, you start to embrace iterations and mini life projects. So you see it more as these cycles of work that you go through and each one you learn and you grow and then you're ready for the next opportunity. The only kind of issue with that one is that you do need to be kind of ready and able to take opportunities as they arise. So what are your thoughts? How do people develop themselves in a way that they can take whatever kind of opportunity comes along in their career, because some of this is that you don't know what's going to come along next, I suppose. You can't always plan for everything, as we're saying. One, you don't have to be always ready. Secondly, there is the element of coincidence. Sometimes yeah, things are not planned, but they happen, and be lucky that they happen. I once... Uh, recruited in my team in the in past days, I had a vacancy for a comp and ban analyst. So we made this job profile for a comp and ban analyst, all kinds of specifications. And here arrived this candidate from the, from the agency and she had no experience at all in 
compen ben. So she did not tick a lot of the boxes, but I don't know. We had a good rapport and I was not very methodical in those days. So I said, well, join the team. And it was probably one of my best hires. Uh, later, she developed in, in the way of talent development, etc. So yeah. she took a chance. It was, you could say, coincidence, uh, but it was a good opportunity for her at mm -hmm. that moment. So mm -hmm. planning, mm, coincidence, yes. But as a starting point, you have to make sure you have options. I think yeah. that's very important. That's what I learned also from Taleb. Make sure that you have options. Because if you are stuck in one place or with one employer, the moment you say, I have to work here, you're probably in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. You should have options. Mm -hmm. And so one thing is, and that can be a continuous effort, that is, and I, I will talk about that in a minute more, it's about how do you create options. Yeah. Yes. Create more options. Exactly. And when you have the options and then opportunities come along, then you say, hey, I can jump on that train. Yeah, definitely. So in terms of this idea of being, it's not necessarily that you're always ready, but you're re you ready yourself yeah. by exploring what options are out there. But And I imagine also, and this is what I often talk about myself, is how do you then start to develop the right types of skills and experiences that could mean that you can take up these different opportunities as they arise. And this is sort of linking into lots of topics that we've talked about, everything from developing your T-shape, which is the breadth of experience and, and deep specialisms, as well as, you know, that feedback loop of continuous development. So taking in some of that, What's your advice, really, Tom, on how people can prepare themselves to um, to take up these opportunities or coincidence as they arise? I'm not saying revolutionary, but I think one is stick close to things you, you like and can do well. Yeah. Because that, that is a good starting point. Things you like and can do well. That's mm -hmm. the starting point. Yeah. Then I totally adhere with what you're saying was it's good to specialize. If you are a jack of all trades and but but have no real specialization, probably connected to your passion or the things you, you really can do well, mm -hmm. that helps. Eh? Yeah. But if you're only specialized, well, then you might be stuck somewhere because at some yes. moment that specialization might not be needed anymore. Then you have no options. So the options are learning new skills, learning new things, uh, working in new uh, uh, new environments. So I think stick close to what you like and what you're good at, but continuously look, how can I develop new things that might be useful in the future? But that might be not work-related initially. It might Definitely. be learning a new language or learn to cook well. And I think this particularly comes out if you do take up different hobbies or side activities that can really develop new skills and new ways of, uh, you know, applying different decision modes and thinking to different business scenarios, which I think is really important. And don't connect it too much to one organization. Yes. You see many development plans, but many of those development plans are very narrow. How can you make a career in our organization? But that, uh, why? Eh? Uh, make sure that you, you broaden yourself and, and, and are not stuck in one organization for the rest of the life. That might be an option. Uh, if that's a conscious choice, it might be a good choice. 
I often talk about the career development backlog, so more dynamic and you break it down into smaller increments or chunks of, of learning or experience, and then you can prioritize and reprioritize based on the opportunities that come up as well. So I think the more dynamic we see our career development and planning, the better we can be at it. You don't have to be busy with the future all the time. Do what you currently do very well. Yeah. Make sure that you learn a lot in what you're doing. Of course, learn additional things as well, but focus very much on what you're doing now. I think also ask feedback because that helps you to learn. So maybe some organizations are not so feedback oriented, but you can always ask. Eh? You can ask your colleagues, you can ask your boss, you can ask your, your partner, ask feedback and to sharpen your skills. How can I become better at what I'm doing? And probably the last advice I have is network. Yeah. Because if you strengthen and build your network, then those are the seeds for new opportunities. And today, many new opportunities arise via the network of people. And actually, sometimes when you're looking for a certain type of experience or the next career move, you might go looking for a type of organization or, you know, a certain part of the industry, which means you need to tap into that network to find that opportunity. You're not going to just find it on LinkedIn or something like that, definitely. And I really like the theme of learn a lot now. So use what you're doing now and all the opportunities that come out of it. So different projects, different experiences, different business problems, uh, and use that to continue grow. I really like that. Thank you, Tom. I would like to extend that idea into our practical top tip, and that is to embrace the side hustle. Any kind of activity outside of your day job that helps you strengthen your capabilities and also broaden your experience. So like Tom mentioned, this could be anything from running a blog or a podcast through to freelance work or perhaps doing volunteering or maybe even a hobby or something like public speaking. All of these activities are great at actually accelerating your learning pathways now. They also build your network. And it means that you can start to get quite strategic of how you can use your side hustle to actually develop the skills to stay relevant and find that next career move. So have fun with your side hustle. Thanks for joining us. This is Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. If you found this discussion valuable, please subscribe. Thank you.